Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Response to coronavirus threat by Enneagram number. One, (laughs) has a perfect list of necessities, but no time to shop. No. Two, worries about how they will care for everyone if there's an outbreak. (laughs) Three, wants to appear prepared, but also be respected for their lack of worry. (laughs) That's how I feel. It's so true. That's exactly how I feel. (laughs) I'm fine. It's fine. Um, I like eight. Annoyed by CDC updates. Washes hands and defi- washes hands less and defiance. That's number eight. What seven? Seven is plans vacation and hopes for school cancellations. Is willing to risk a cheap cruise. Worth it. Oh my god. Let's see. Four is broods over the indignity of possibility of getting the same illness as everyone else. Five listens to podcasts of virologists. Virologists ups their daily potassium and magnesium. <laughs> Six. This is our friend Emily. Buys 150 pounds of dried beans while wearing a gas mask. Text friends. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Oh, my God. That's all of them. Nine. Wait, nine. Can't decide if they should be worried. Takes nap instead. (laughs) Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Okay. Hello. Hey. Hi. Guess what? It's episode 33. Hooray. What do you want to call it? Preparing for busy. And you, well, okay, I want to start. You, yes, preparing for busy. I'm starting because these are the only words I'll speak during this episode. <laughs> I, you are really excited about this one. I am. And so I'm excited to hear what you share with us. And I have no method for this operation, but I will tell this little anecdote. Um, I guess in your preparation for busy of this year, you said, um, I'm going to need to record all of the podcasts <laughs> through the summer by March. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I don't know if I can do that <laughs> in a perfect world. Okay. Well, okay. So let's hear it. Go. Okay. Prepare well, us. We, I thought this would be a good episode to do leading into the busy summer months, but I don't know about the rest of the <sighs> world. It is here early this year. Yeah, because these... And interest rates are bananas. Oh my gosh. Interest rates are so low. I'm busy. This is the busiest January, February, March I've ever had. Yes. So you're already in it. I'm slammed. So we're kind of behind, but it's still a good time because if it's like this now, imagine what June and July are going to be like. I I know. I'm worried a little nervous about inventory at some point. I know. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. I know. I've had my busiest February, Mm -hmm. which is weird to have a busy February and it's pretty still busy now. Yeah. I know. But I like to... To when I have time and I know the busy season is approaching, there's things you can do to prepare and like rock the season. Yes. Oh, I like that. And you have to remember too that it is a season. Yes. And it's not going to be like this forever. It is going to slow down again. Mm-hmm. So it really starts with mindset and perspective. Because if you do not have your mindset right going into a busy season, we all know that realtors are like, oh, I'm so slow. I hate this. I don't. And then when they're busy, they're like, I'm so busy. I'm burning out. I don't yeah. have time for anything. My clients are so demanding. They're My phone's always ringing. Nothing's good. Nothing's, Nothing's good, good enough. enough. So it's all about going into this busy season mentally prepared. And maybe excited. And excited. Excited. Very excited. Like, I'm ready. Bring it. Yeah. I like that. And um, it will also prevent, if your mindset is right, it will prevent burnout. Okay. Fair. You won't be stressed. Yeah. You will actually be motivated and excited. Well, I think you probably also need to put some boundaries and parameters on yourself to not start a home renovation or like a big other project that you need to be kind of 
in your real estate business? It's time to trim the fat of life. Okay. Cut the clutter. Yes. All the extra little side things mm-hmm. just need to be put on hold for okay. a little while so that you can conquer the busy season. Would you call this surviving instead of thriving? <laughs> or it's a little of both. My goal is that if you prepare right, you will thrive. Thrive. Yeah. And it's not about cutting out rest. No. It's not about cutting out fun. Yeah. But it is about being protective of your time. Okay. Setting boundaries, Mm -hmm. sticking to them, and remembering, like I said, come November, come October. I was going to ask, what would you say if you had to give it dates is the busiest season? I I usually feel April through August. It's like just hard. It's busy. Yeah. Um, but that's also like, I take lots of trips over the summer. So you just have to figure it out. Yeah. You you have to figure it out, but it's when you're winging it and your whole life is Mm -hmm. just total clutter. Yeah. And by the time October rolls around, your house is a disaster. Right. Um, you haven't been keeping up with maintenance things like you need to, even on yourself, like self-care is really big at this time. Um, right. And so like some things to just prepare, I heard someone say one time, whatever you start the new year on, January 1st, uh-huh. is how your year will go. Okay. So how you leave your last season okay. is how you enter your next season. Okay. So they say, like, if you're super behind on laundry January 1st, the um, the myth is that you'll never catch up all year. The whole year? Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. So the goal is to like get everything under control before before you enter the busy season. So that way you don't have to dedicate a whole day to cleaning your house or laundry, right. things like that. Yeah. So things that I like to do is just get caught up at my house. Okay. You know, just clean out closets. Yeah. You know, we're coming out of winter season. What are you not wearing? Because... When you walk into your home mm-hmm. or your closet or open your refrigerator. Well, we've been there before. We've been there. We talked about this in the email episode because it is a mindset thing yeah. too. Um, the less that is in your face, mm-hmm. you just feel freedom. Oh, yes. I get this in my office. So until this year, this is probably the cleanest that my office has been. There was always piles of paper or bins full of real estate classes, like the you know the papers from the class. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to go back and look at this again. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, going back to look at this okay. again. Okay, so this is the time to purge. To purge. purge. You really need to self-reflect, be honest yeah. with yourself. If you don't have time to read it now, get it, rid of it. Just like your email. Just like your email. Yeah. Um, it's also time to make sure that your car maintenance is up to oh, date. Nothing, I like that. nothing is worse than being like slammed. Pa- you know, your schedule's full and you need an oil change and a car tire rotation and all of that. Yeah. Like get that done. Okay. Um, In addition to like house and car maintenance, you're not going to have time to get your hair done this summer probably. Oh man. You need to like schedule your hair appointment. If your kids have appointments, get them out of the way while things are kind of slow. Like what things do they need? Um, It's very interesting. Yeah. Just like things that you know are, Uh it really makes you think ahead a little and be proactive. Well, this is all about pro- I was about to say, you know, I like to be proactive because if you're reactive, that's when you feel overwhelmed because you're just doing whatever's in front of your face at that moment. Yes. And that's when you get behind. Yeah. And when you get behind, we operate from a place of fear. Yeah. And we operate from a place of scarcity. Yes. And frustration. And we think we don't have any control. Yes. And And this is a way to control that. And this is like a huge reason that burnout happens. Yeah, I agree. People want business all year long. And when it starts coming, they're actually not prepared for it. You're right. So this is to when the client calls, instead of being like, oh my gosh, it's I have to, you're like actually ready for it yeah. mentally and you can just do it. I like that. Um On that note of like clients calling and setting expectations, one big thing that you really have to be careful of during this time is not to overcommit and then under deliver. Oh, this is incredibly true. I feel like so the way my photographer works is he comes on Monday and you usually get pictures back on Tuesday and we usually go live Wednesday. Okay. Well, sometimes that is stressful mm-hmm. because when I get the pictures back, I write the description as I'm looking at, at the, the photos. pictures. Okay. So during this time, I tell people, you know, after pictures, your house will be on the market in three days. Well, let me tell you a little secret I read, and I have no idea if this is accurate, but they say the best day to list a house is Thursday. 
I love it. That makes sense. So, yeah, I think so, too, because it's enough time for it to hit their email if they're at work on Friday, and then they set the appointments for the weekend, and they don't miss it. Right. So maybe that system is good. List those houses on Thursday. Pictures Monday, list them Thursday. Right. Absolutely. <coughs> and also, like, if you get if you get everything done early, just ask your client, and then they're pleasantly surprised. Oh, yeah. But it's okay to tell people, hey, this process takes four days. Or, yes. you know, if they request a showing at the very last minute and you absolutely can't make it happen, and you can say something like, you know, that the house is not available at this right. time, you know, or I have an appointment at this time, whatever you need to say, it's okay to just put push it off a little bit. Agree. So that it fits in your schedule. But boundaries are super important as we're going into the busy season. Well, I like what you said about under promise, over deliver. It's hard because we all want to be the ones that immediately answer the emails or immediately get your CMA done or immediately tell you whatever you need to know. I find I'm less stressed and able to handle it and continue to provide the service I want Mm -hmm. by saying, quick response to an email. Hi, yes, I can get that to you in three days or two days. It doesn't have to be today. Y'all need to be able to say, I'm a professional. I'm not sitting around doing nothing. I have other work going on, Mm -hmm. which is kind of funny. That brings up an interesting story. I had this closing one day and I had two closings. Say you have two closings, three closings, four closings the same day. Every once in a while, I have two separate clients buying on the same day. Okay. But typically... I, they're not on the exact same day, but I, they were pretty close in time scheduling. And so as the closing was wrapping up, I'm like, okay guys, well, I, I have to get moving because I have another closing across town. And they were like, you have another client? Like just kind of joking. <gasps> yeah. But I was like, I do. Can you believe it? And they're like, <laughs> no, you were like always available to us, which Aww, is probably that's good awesome. and also bad. Like you can put those boundaries in place and still be available to them. Yeah. They don't always have to but know. It was funny. They're like, you have another client. Right. Like, they don't even think about this. it. Yep. That's fascinating. I know. Okay. So you're cleaning your house. You're mm-hmm. cleaning your office. I'm cleaning my car. You're clean. You're, and you're doing the maintenance. Doing the maintenance on everything. Okay. Um, I also, at this time, will pay more for other people to do things for me. Oh. So an extra house cleaning by yeah. somebody else. Mm-hmm. The yard guy, hire someone to cut your grass. If you're just having like a week where yeah. your husband and you are equally busy and you just can't get to it, yep, hire it out. I agree. Um, I use grocery delivery a lot. If you do not use grocery delivery, you like it. I am hooked on When it. did you start using it? About a year ago. Okay. And I'm totally hooked. Yeah. It saves me so much time. Yeah. I feel like, and like the, you know, 15 or 20 bucks or whatever that you tip, mm-hmm. I would have spent that money on junk that you didn't walking need. Walking through the aisles being like, hmm, I'm going to try that or try this. Like, and the fact that it's just delivered to your door, yeah. it also allows you to plan ahead. Like, what do I want to cook this week? Yeah. Or if you don't plan ahead, it's okay because you can order it at three o'clock and it'll be at your house by five o'clock. Wow. Like they only need two hours notice. That really is life-changing. It is life-changing. <clears throat> but just the, this is when time becomes money. Yeah. And when you are out there making the money, It's worth it to just free up some of your time so that you can have a little more time in the evening. Yes. I have a house cleaner. Yeah. She comes every other week and with one other person and they're here for, I don't know, two, two and a half hours at the most. Mm -hmm. It's it. And sometimes I would feel guilty. Oh, you know, I could probably squeeze in three or four hours of cleaning every weekend. But then I'm like, what? Then I have no downtime ever. Like, this is worth every penny. Right. It's just worth every penny to keep your mind in the right place. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember that your time is valuable. Yeah. I agree. So you're paying for the extra, the extra stuff during this time period. Yeah. For I sure. like that. It's, I think that's good. It's so worth it. Um, and then also, so we talked a lot about like physical cleaning. <laughs> Okay. Doing yourself, your hair. Right, right. If you want to get your nails done, whatever you do. Uh-huh. Um, your car, your house, all that stuff. Yeah. But also, one thing that I have to do, because my brain does this and I have to watch myself, I'll, like, put stuff in the notes section of my phone. Uh-huh. And I never go back to it. Okay. So I forget about it. Okay. So whenever I'm cleaning and decluttering and getting ready, uh-huh. I clean out 
the notes section of my phone. Okay. And put things where they're supposed to go. Okay. Um, make sure that I didn't drop the ball on something that I wrote down that right. I was supposed to do. Okay. Um, but these are not necessarily real estate tasks. Yeah, sometimes. So, but it could be. Yeah, like sometimes, okay. um, like the other day I was cleaning up my notes mm-hmm. and I had written, um, send Mike my power washer. Oh. Like I shouldn't have put it in my notes. You should have just I should have put it, it in my reminder or oh, I should yeah. have just done it at that time. Right. Because, okay. But I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. So I did it. And then like, you know, it was only like two weeks ago that I put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he didn't find the power washer yet. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so just stuff like that. Okay. Um, I also look at my, it's a good time to clean out your database. Oh yeah. So, and I don't mean contact each person, no, but no, I no. just mean start at the top of your Excel spreadsheet mm-hmm. or whatever you use and just skim it. Okay. It can take 30 minutes okay. to just... It could take 15 minutes. Right. But I just skim it and see if there's anybody that I need to delete or anybody that I des- you know, really need to like check in with. Okay. Or How do you know to delete them? Like if there's someone that has never responded okay. or – and this doesn't matter at all, but this is just an example. A girl that used to work with my cousin. Okay. We were – friends on Facebook and I had her in my database because uh-huh. she did my hair one time. Okay. When my cousin was booked. So anyway, I had her in my Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Well, she just posted on Facebook that she was looking for a gift for her realtor. Oh, and you were like, what row? Yeah. And I was like, well, that's okay. Everybody has a realtor, but, and she's moving to Texas. Oh, oh. So I'm like, she didn't use me. She's moving away. Like, maybe time to say bye. Maybe I, and she I, did my hair once. Yeah, she did my hair that one time. <laughs> you know? Like, maybe it's time to not waste postage. Right. I don't even talk to her anymore because she doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. And Okay. So anyway, stuff like that. Um, or people that have just never responded or, you know, maybe that client wasn't that nice to me. Yet sometimes I, f- I find that I can delete them based on my mood that day. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, oh, it's okay. I don't want to let anyone go because maybe I'm really feeling that scarcity mindset. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, this is crazy. I don't want to work with that person again. Right. Like it's time to let them go and that's okay. And I'll leave space for someone new. Yes. Okay. So you're going through the database. Yes. Just clean it out. Okay. Um, also email needs well, to be right. clean. Do you we- have a deadline for this? Like, are you basically like, we're recording this in March. Mm-hmm. Are you like, hot on this right now? Yeah. Like, I'm like, like April 1st, you better be done or uh, what? Well, I just think it kind of depends on the person. Okay. My season, I'm kind of playing catch up a little bit. Yeah. Because the year started off faster than okay. I've ever had it start off. Right. So, so I'm a little having, bit behind. Okay. But I'm still just using my extra time. Okay. To get stuff done. And I'm, I'm actually like pretty caught up right now. Okay. That's good. Um, now, when you're in your busy season, things can get out of control quickly. Very. So regular maintenance and regular follow-up and, and it's just... It's important. It's very important okay. that you're using yeah. every minute that you possibly can. Yeah. Um, I also put, this is a good time to go through your templates. Yeah. Um, make sure that, because if your templates are in place, it's going to make your busy season so much easier. So much easier because you have the responses yeah. ready to go. You're yeah. not having to, you know, get in a good headspace and think about how to write this or what to say. Yeah. And everything's just on autopilot yeah, for and you. Hopefully you're in such a habit of using them that you still are doing it and not like right. skipping that step. Right. You can't skip that step. No, 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 no. If you don't, if you're not doing anything in your busy season, at least do the basics yeah. of communication with your clients. Yes. This may even be the time where you don't do some of the extra fluff that you normally do to like promote yourself or oh right. Like all of the extra things that you do can probably stop. I know. Right I'm now. always cracking up about especially my social media. Whenever I'm slow, then I have the time to post and it looks like I'm doing all this real estate work, right? Sure. Then when I'm super busy and I could have a hundred million things to post about, go too busy. I'm I gone. Know. Because I'm so busy, I'm like, I don't even I took all the pictures while I was on the showings, but I didn't have time to post them later because I was just it just goes snowballs out of control. So I told you like two weeks ago, I started using the Instagram scheduler. Yes. And I'm not like a huge Instagram poster. I'm right. sorry to all my followers. Like I wish I was better. <laughs> I wish I was better at it. I wish I was better at being like, 
you know, instead of posting a picture of like my dog with a heart, I wish I was better at writing two paragraphs about him. Well, but you I'm know, just, that's fine. I'm, it doesn't come naturally, but um, I did. And then during the day, I just wasn't posting. And then I would want to post like three things at one time. I know. So what I did was I did find a scheduler that I liked to app. Okay. And every night when I take my bath, you're like scheduling this post. I, I love schedule. it. And then it's nice because they're evenly spread out. Yep. It looks the way I want. I can be thoughtful. Yeah. I like um, that. That's a good best practice. And that practice. has been super helpful to just staying mm-hmm. on top of at least posting somewhat regularly. Um, so that has been good. And then in addition to like your email and your templates, Whatever systems you have in place. Yes. So, for example, I use Trello. Right. That's where I keep all of my, the list of people's names and things like that. Wherever you write things down or keep things like your pipeline Mm -hmm. and what you have pending, all of that needs to be totally up to date with the correct dates of closings and who you have in the works Mm -hmm. and all of your buyers need to be set up on something hearing from you. Mm -hmm. So, so just cleaning out that because I just clean mine out. Yeah. I had people in there that, (laughs) okay. So I had this guy call me. Okay. And if you know anything about the Baton Rouge market, the LSU condo market right now is a struggle. Yeah. There's just a lot, of, a inventory. lot of inventory. Yeah. There's over 140 condos for sale right now oh, under $150,000 just smokes. near LSU alone. Okay. Um, I have some that have been sitting a while. Surprisingly, I just got two of them under contract in the same week, which Hooray. is because we're entering the busy season. Right. But um, there are some that have been sitting on the market for over a year. Yeah, oh gosh. Yeah. And um I had this guy call me. Mm-hmm. And he's at first he made it sound like I was going to be his listing agent. Okay. He was like, You were referred to me by so and so. I have it on the market. I've had it on the market for a year. Oh no. Um, but I'm ready to switch agents. My agent's not doing anything. And I'm hearing your agent is doing all that she can. You're just unhappy that it hasn't sold because our condo market is oversaturated right right now. Right, right, right. It's like a $120,000 condo. And so I did look up the pictures, Mm -hmm. which were terrible. Oh, terrible. Okay, so at least you knew something to improve. I did know that things could be improved. He was priced amazing. So I was kind of like, you know, I could do this. I I could take this on. Well, then he was like, "Um, I am interviewing multiple agents. And I'm just like, I'm never going to be too good to take the smaller listings. Right. Because that's not how I operate. Right. And we are hustle humbly. You need to be humble enough to like work them all. Yeah. But there are real times where sometimes things are a poor business decision. No doubt. You know, we are running a business. Right. And it's not a charity. Right. And you sometimes have to look at it as, is this worth my time financially? Right. Like when I was new and sold that $9,000 shack an hour away and got a check for $350 at closing, realizing I had spent more than that on (laughs) gas. Right. Like it was a poor business decision. It's one you wouldn't have to do or couldn't do now. Yes. I mean, it made sense then because it was experience and it was learning. Yes. So it was giving you something different than just money. But Right. 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 And so when I went to the listing interview. Oh, so you went to the I, interview. I went to the interview. You just couldn't say no. I wasn't going to say no, but I'll tell you, I sh- maybe you should, should have. have. I yeah. maybe should not have. But I, because he was referred to me by someone. You're like, I better. I'm going to go. I know. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll. But here's the thing. I went in prepared to be totally honest because mm-hmm. he was like, my last agent didn't do open house. I said, I'm just going to let you know right now I'm not doing open houses on this condo. Right. First of all, it's a gated community. Not going to work. Second of all, people don't really come to open house condo open houses in this marketplace, especially in this area, especially when it's not even that cute and nobody wants to come see a 40-year-old condo that has been rented out for years and years. No. And I just was honest with him. I said, I'm just telling you, I'm not doing open houses either. So if that is something that you expect, I'm just letting you know. Right. And then I did go into all the things I will do. Yeah. And um, he also said, I also told him, I said, I appreciate that you painted, 
but all it did was make this carpet look worse. Right. So I think you have to replace the carpet, but I'm already priced so low. I said, for me to list it, I would, I will re- expect you to replace the carpet. Right. But maybe there's an agent out there that, that has lower standards. That wouldn't expect you to change the carpet. Well. The interview actually went really well. Yeah. And he thanked me at the end and was like, I can't tell you how much, like, I appreciate how honest you were. Um, Like, he felt very insightful and had a new right. look on things. He did go with another agent. Uh-huh. But I felt relieved. Yeah. I felt like I said what I needed to say. Right. And I know if I would have taken this, it would have been a lot, a lot of work mm-hmm. with someone that ex- had expectations right. higher than what I can provide yeah. at this time yeah. or ever maybe. Right. And I was just thankful yeah. that I lost it. But that's part of going into the busy season. That's just one less thing right. that I have to to worry about yeah. because he wanted me to overpromise. Yeah. In that listing interview, like we've all been there when you're in a listing interview and they're like, well, are you going to be here for every single showing? No. No, I'm not. Like, no, that's not how it works. Right. But we want to say yes. Because of the fear. Right. It's all based on the fear. If we, we don't, don't have the them. fear of losing them, then you can make better choices for your business. Yes. And tell the truth. Most sellers though are appreciative of the truth. You, the look on his face when I said, cause he said my <laughs> other realtor didn't do any open houses. And I just said, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm not either. Right. The look on his face was kind of like shocked, but like, he's like, Oh, oh this is how this works. <laughs> like, like, right. Like I'm explaining to oh, you man. that. Yeah. This is how this works. And sometimes <laughs> sellers have something in their mind that you cannot fix. Like he thought an open house was going to sell that house. Right. So maybe he hired the agent that did open houses. Yeah. Maybe I don't, so. But I sure hope he changed that carpet too. Yeah. And I hope he sold it. Oh, oh my no. gosh. This was last week. Shut up. <laughs> It was so recent. This was like <laughs> recent. And that's why when I was talking about cleaning out my Trello, oh my I still had him in there under pre-listing. And you were like, nope. And it felt good to just delete, delete it. It's because, sort of like crossing uh, off a to-do. Yes. And like, you know, the people that you follow up with, follow up with, they don't respond. Yes. They don't respond. You don't know where they mm-hmm. are. And then finally, one day they say, I no longer need your services or I have a realtor. And you're just like, fine. Thank, thank you. you. Like, you're like. I don't you know, want to follow up if you don't I'm want so me. I'm so happy. I know. I always try I to I never end- have to call you again. Exactly. I'm always ending those emails with, no matter what's going on, just a quick update would be appreciated. Like, sure. I don't care if, you, if you've moved on. Right. <laughs> just tell me that you moved on. Yep. Hello, friends. Hi, all. Our template course has launched. It's out there. And we have been getting some really positive feedback. Yes. I have some great feedback I wanted to share with you guys. Um, We had one purchaser say, thank you for these templates. As a new agent, I feel it would have taken me years to create these on my own. That's awesome. I know. It's so great. And then I had, these are so incredibly helpful. What a great investment. Thank you for your time and efforts putting these together. I think that you guys, this is the answer to saving yourself some time. It it helps you put systems in place. It keeps you professional. It keeps you consistent. It just makes everything run so much smoother. So much smoother. You're never Mm going to forget to tell somebody something. No, because it's all there. It's all there. And you're going to edit it to make it sound like your voice if you'd like, and it's going to be perfect for your business. Yeah. So go check out our template course. Yes. At hustlehumblypodcast.com. Perfect. Enjoy. Enjoy. Bye. Okay, so I want to back up a little bit to cleaning the office. Okay. Because when we were talking about doing this episode and cleaning the office, you mentioned not just ordering your groceries, but ordering things like ink. Your printer ink. And paper, I have that on my list. And all of the things to actually make your office run smoothly because there's nothing worse than <sighs> running out of paper when you're printing up a whole slew of MLS sheets. Yes. And then you can't get your system done the way you normally do. I also just did mine, and I do them probably every six months, depending on how fast they go. I just stuffed all of my buyer and seller folders. Oh, good. So I keep, you know, probably 10 or 15 of each. Yes. And I just stuffed as many folders as I had this time. I ran out of folders. But Mm -hmm. that way, when it's time for a listing appointment, like my listing system, if someone calls me on the phone, I am not lying. I could be at their house, assuming I would go that day. 
In 30 minutes or less. Because Prepared. I pull the folder. I pull the CMA. I pull the tax records. I look at the research for 15 minutes. And then I write up a seller net sheet based on what I think the price might be. But, you know, I'll change that in the appointment if I need to. And then I'm, I, can, I can go. Yeah. But that's because the folder was ready. And I didn't have to remember, oh, shoot, what do I put in those folders? Sure. And I have a, a document in my Google Drive that lists everything that's in the folder. Mm-hmm. God forbid I use the last one before I print up <laughs> the new ones. Right. At least I'll remember what was in it. But I, I always do that. I mean, like, do yeah. it in bulk. You don't want to do that one at a time. Yes. Now is the time when you want to do things in bulk. So yeah. I just ordered new signs. I'm okay. ready to go. There is no frantic, oh, we're out of signs. Oh, you sent me that picture of the agent who said she was preparing for the busy season yes. by cleaning her signs. Oh, yeah. Cleaning them cleaning, all. Cleaning, organize. Get some Clorox wipes and wipe you know your they name. they missing. They yeah. get broken. They You don't know what happened to the ri- sign riders. Mm-hmm. you got to check all that. Right. So get some new signs, check your lock boxes. Oh yeah. I'll order so much paper to get you through the summer. <laughs> Backup ink. I mean, you're right? going to use it. You can't ever have too much. You're going to get to it. Um, so just doing things like that so that you are prepared yeah. and you don't you're not getting frantic. Um, going through any checklists and systems. We talked about Trello, but like if you have any checklists or things that you go through, any reminders, anything that you can just, man, that's been on my list forever. Right. Check it off. I don't care how long it takes. Check it off because yeah. if you don't do it now, you're, you're not going to do it do this it. summer and your next opening is like October. Right. Nothing makes me crazier. I have always have this big to-do list. It's sort of like your, I mean, maybe like your Trello, but it's sort of like a big paper to-do list of things that do not, that are non-urgent, but I'd like to do. Yeah. I, typically after something's been on the list a year or two, I'm like, I, I'm not... <clears throat> I'm not going to yeah. do that. Like, <laughs> I thought that was a good idea. Any example? I mean, you know, it would be something like maybe I wanted to go clean up my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> okay. But that I actually did recently. So that's a terrible, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, things like something that. Something that was non-urgent, but that I wanted to do, or like maybe it's even something new, like I'd like to start sending a birthday card to every buyer or seller. Well, if it never materializes and it's still on that list in two years, I'm like, well, this is just silly. Right. I clearly don't have time for this. You know, the two things... One thing that has been on my list forever. What? I want to find a calendar app or website, whatever, that does not sync with my work calendar. Like, it's not on my phone calendar. Okay. I just put important dates. Yes, I like that. And that could be anything. Like, maybe every closing I've ever had with the year. Yeah. So, like, you know, Katie's closing 2012. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But also things like... um, like when my friend's dad passed away, mm-hmm. I try to remember that every yeah. year. And I try to reach out to her in October every year yeah. and just like say, hey, I know this right. is always things that are just thoughtful Yeah, that I want to remember. Yeah. Um, birth, not everybody's birthday, but you know. Some of them. Like maybe next year I'll remember your birthday. Oh, sweet. You didn't really <laughs> forget to be fair. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I didn't remember. Okay. Well, listen, you use a Google calendar. Yeah. You know that you... Now, I... That feature where you, you can, can... have, like, let's say all of your calendar, calendar events are in pink or whatever. You can do another, like, layer. So, like, all of the birthdays or anniversaries are in blue. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I don't know because I don't do this practice, I'm thinking you can hide that view from yourself. So, you, it's not I have another thing. calendar app that I use yeah. that syncs with Gmail, and okay. I don't think I can turn it off for that. Okay. It's interesting. So I'm still kind of. I need to research this. And even if I find the right app, it's taking the time to put it to in. Put it I know. In. It's so I much know. to put in. It's a lot. Um. So anyway, and then the second thing that I do get done every year, but takes longer than I would like. So every year I take all the pictures that I took on my phone and put them in a book. Oh, it's thousands, personally, thousands of usually about thirty five hundred pictures. Oh man, that's I do hard. it through Shutterfly, and it's like you know, good for you. So I try to clean out my pictures pretty uh-huh. regularly. Yeah. This is something I also do to prepare for busy. Okay. I clean out all the photos mm-hmm. because sometimes I take pictures of things I need to do. Yeah. And then I forget. Yeah. So I have to like clean out my Look photos and get rid yeah. of things off my phone. I used to have a calendar event. One year, my New Year's resolution was to take better not take better pictures, to put the pictures into Shutterfly and save them and organize them and be better at keeping track of them because it was getting out of hand. I mean, we all know what it's like to take a million digital photos because it's on your 
freaking phone. Yeah. So I put a calendar event the first Sunday of every month because that was the day I was usually slowest or at home that, to check my pictures. And I did pretty religiously for a few years. And then eventually... I know. It went away. It's so hard. My Shutterfly has folders that are like 2011, 2012, just by year. Just the year. I don't have a million folders of like, you know, my mom's Christmas party. Yeah. My dad's Christmas party. Like, (laughs) I don't have a folder for every event. I just put all of my 2019 pictures into the 2019 folder. And I try to clean out my phone before I upload because I don't want to upload every single picture that I've taken. And then at the end of the year... I put them all into a book. I like that. And it just, sometimes it doesn't happen until like October. <laughs> right. Well. For the year before. You know. You know that's but, okay. But there are things like that. And also, um, now is the time to be looking at your calendar. Okay. And making sure that you're not overbooking. Okay. Do you schedule vacations at this point? Uh, Sometimes. Okay. It kind of just depends on the year and yeah. what we want to do and how our how everything's looking. Yeah. But making sure that like everything is in your calendar uh-huh. and up to date. Right. So like this summer with the kids, what do you need to put in here now? Yeah. Um, thinking ahead instead of like taking it day by day, really thinking about you have to things that need to get in there, make arrangements ahead of time and you're just going to breathe so much easier. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like March, uh, Haven has three days at school. That are themed dress up days. Oh, cute. Yeah. So, like, one day is animal print. Uh huh. One day is Dr. Seuss Day. Right. And I forget what the third day is. But when they sent out the March newsletter, mm-hmm. I Amazoned all three shirts. Yeah. Because I need them. I don't have a Dr. Seuss shirt. Right, right. Um, and I didn't have an animal print shirt. Right. So, like, I Amazoned them. They were $7 and they came the next day. And now when that day rolls around, you have it. I have it. And yeah. I'm not like, it's not too late to do that. Yeah. I mean, you got to do that. With kids. Right. And also, speaking of, like, kids and all of that, you really need to say, like, what things can I delegate? Right. And that does go back to, like, letting someone else do your grocery shopping, cleaning your house, maybe cutting the grass or whatever. Yeah. Well, coming from two moms. Yeah. I, I, and you're going to maybe find this even more later, when your kids especially get to grade school, um, for whatever reason, it's just the way society is set up. They school contact mom, mom. We need this, mom. We need that, mom. Mm-hmm. There's trouble with this, mom. There's trouble with that. It, it, I would have have to repeatedly ask, can you please copy my husband? Yeah, because we're both doing this. Yeah, like we we both need to know. Like right, I, and I I don't know that I'm going to have the time to forward this email, and I don't know if I'm going to remember to do what's in the email. Right. So you better like. But it's something that you're constantly pushing against because yeah. it's society is not set up, and we'll do a mom episode one day, but. Yes. Get in that system in place with your spouse, whoever helps you with your kids, your support system. Like, this is the busy time. You need to have someone who's ready to be, like, of assistance to you. Yeah. And, I mean, y'all know I'm big about boundaries and things like that. But I also know that occasionally I need to answer emails after I put Haven to bed and, like, maybe work a little bit. Yeah. Because if I don't, tomorrow is going to be a bad day. Or you're not going to get it done. I'm not going to get it done. I'm going to drop the ball. So there are times, and this can't, it cannot become an every single night habit. No. It just can't because you need that time with your spouse or at home or, you know, well, you with your friends. You have to turn it off. You this is the problem. To if turn you it don't off. turn it off, you're not going to be good at it the next day either. Even in the busy season, mm-hmm. you have to turn it off. Yep. But on the nights that I know... Instead of Tanner wondering, like, when is she going to get off her computer, I go in there ahead of time. I say, hey, I'm behind. I, like, have to do some stuff so you can watch whatever show you want. Yeah. Because I don't want him waiting on me to watch our show Yeah, when mm-hmm. just enjoy your night because I need to just knock this out. And yeah. then the next night, I'm back. Right. You know? It's fine. Um, yeah. It's okay. But delegate, like, do is there a new agent in your office that would love to put up signs and lockboxes? Yeah. Or is there a new agent in your office that would love to meet a termite inspector for you? Right. Um, during this time, really reach out to the new people mm-hmm. that would love to help. Yeah. And maybe they would even want to help you with your social media. There's just things that you can take off of your plate yep. so that you can really focus on your clients and make sure the communication and service is there. Yeah. Because it's really about doing the communication. Yes. I mean, if they you're not know communicating, where you are. That, that is something that cannot be cut out. Ever. 
ever they have gotten to hear from you. Yeah. Don't ever be so busy that you send someone else to your home inspection. Oh, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. you got to be there for the people. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. So in one of our pretty recent episodes, you mentioned taking one day per week where you're basically in the home base, doing your work from home, doing your laundry. How does that play out in busy season? It's more important than ever. Than ever. Is yours a specific day of the week or you have Depends to Depends on the week. When do you decide? The week before? Like on Monday, Friday, Sunday? When do you decide? <clears throat> Sometimes I'll just look at my calendar, uh-huh. just put something in it, and I'll realize that everything's getting full up. Yes. But I'll see like the gap. Okay. And you block the it. The moment that I recognize the gap, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's the day. So you that's- try to block it then. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Because mm-hmm. it's unrealistic to pick a particular day. No, you can't. Like Wednesdays are my day at home. Nope. Because you've got a closing, you got to go. If you got an inspection, you got to go. Like someone needs to see something. And even if it's like I can stay home until two o'clock. Okay. So and then I have a two o'clock closing. Then you're okay. I can still get a lot done from eight to two. For sure. You know, I can eat lunch at home. Yeah. I can do all the laundry. Okay. But like you, you, but- you have to, um, schedule that time because those aren't wasted days. No. Those are like your catch-up days that keep you from drowning. For sure. Okay. I like that. I do. And this I think is almost even more important to me in the busy season, but I sort of do a Friday wrap up. Okay. At the end of Friday, um, unless I had a closing at the very end of the day, I come to my desk, I clean it off. I go through all the stuff that's been piling up. I make sure that all the bills are paid and all the kids stuff is responded to and all of the appointments are in my phone. Like, I, you know, I'm making sticky notes all the time and like I go through the desk and I try to make it clean and then I get out my um, Google Doc with my weekly schedule. So yeah. I have a, a schedule for each week that's an overview of all my clients, all my appointments for the next week. I get that out on Friday and then I can see like how it's going and I'll put it out and then I'm like close... Friday is probably the one day of the week when I close, like the office is closed. Okay. At the end of the day, the it's the end of the week, it's closed. Like your office? Here. Okay. In my home, like where I'm working. Yeah. Where, yeah. where my brain says it's Friday, it's got to stop. Yeah. And then Saturday and Sundays, if I'm working during the busy season, I'm not doing administration during the weekend unless it is a time-sensitive you know, mm-hmm. must submit repair request, must submit yes. offer. Yes. Other than that, I am not coming into my office on the weekend and doing all of the work. And yeah. if I went on showings all weekend, the feedback gets done on Monday. Yeah. Because you cannot. Because mm-hmm. once I'm in the office, then all of a sudden it's three hours later and I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been working. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair to the people in my house. Right. They got to see me. Well, I have one here that you... You know, preparing for busy is not about hustle, 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 burnout. Right. Like, it's about preparing. Yeah, plan, plan, plan. Plan, plan, plan so that you can just thrive and not burn out and come out and be like, what a rush that was. See, I I agree. And I have fun during the busy season. I'm like so proud of myself at the end of a day where I saw three different clients. I'm like, man. Look at that. Look at all we've done today. And also, like I put in here, like you have to take breaks. Yeah. But you have to be careful because in the busy season, it's a fine line between not using your time wisely like if yeah it's fine to still meet friends for lunch yeah but maybe it can't be too many times a week maybe it needs to be a quicker lunch like meet somewhere quick instead of like sitting there for an hour and a half yeah right um so just being mindful that like you need to see your friends you need to see your family you need to take breaks yeah um but you also need just need to be mindful of you know, what, how you're spending your time during the day, because anything that you don't get done during the day, your family feels your stress at yes. night. Yes. You need to also be mindful of how the people around you are not living your life. Right. They do not know what it feels like. And as much as I know that my husband understands it and gets it and expects me to have to send an email sometimes <laughs> at 9 p.m., they don't. Like it's, we are so far removed from understanding what an eight to five is Yes, that we, we get it and we're used to it and we like it and we thrive on it and that's why we keep doing it and it's fine. But the people around you, your parents, your spouses, your friends, they do not understand what it's like Mm -hmm. 
if they're in an eight to five, mm-hmm. they do not understand what it's like to have that always that to do list always going in the back. Like you're always on the hamster wheel. You're right. always thinking, right? Okay, well, wait. I'd rather just get this done than put it off till tomorrow. Yeah, but you got to be sympathetic to them for sure. Because also, that's not good for your for you. It's not. It's not good for you. And speaking of not good for you, I have on here that self-care is extremely important during the busy season. Okay. Now is not the time to cut out your workouts. No, gosh, no. Um, it is more important than ever to take your walks, drink do your, your water, water. Mm-hmm. so much water. You cannot survive busy season on 17 Dr. Peppers a day. All the Dr. Pepper and like <laughs> the chili cheese Frida. Yes. <laughs> like all of those things only make your brain oh my malfunction. And they make you more forgetful. They yeah. give you all the sugar and caffeine, gives you so much anxiety. No good. Well, when, here's the thing. When you're already fueled by the drive and anxiousness of what you need to do with the job, right. you don't need speed to, <laughs> on, top of, on top of it because all it does yeah. is make it like more frantic. And then that's when you get sloppy. You oh, forget things. I know. You're moving. You can't move too fast. Nope. You need to keep a slow and steady pace. Right. Because the, the busy season is a marathon. <laughs> right. And you really need to take care of yourself yeah. in order to for sure um, make it through. Yeah. I think it's also okay during the busy season to, if you look at your schedule for the next week and you haven't really, be honest with yourself, if you haven't taken a day off in 14 or 21 <laughs> or 28 days yeah, um, and you see an empty hole in your schedule, maybe on Tuesday you watch Netflix all day. Yeah. You like, need it. You know what? It's unrealistic to just plug away and not ever really stop and reset. Right. And and please look at your schedule and actually realize. I, I, I had a funny conversation actually recently with another agent in my office. And she was like, I, I don't think I've had a day off <gasps> where I ne- did not do one real estate related task or have one real estate related conversation or think one real estate related thought. Oh, well. In your entire career. I think that might be true. <laughs> it is true. You could not pick I've never a- gone 24 hours without at least opening up my email. There you go. It's the truth. Me is neither. That, is that bad? I, look, I don't, I'm not, I'm not here to say it's bad or wrong. I'm just here to say that you need to be mindful of when you're actually working. When you're doing it. Yeah. Like just because you stayed home all day doesn't mean you had a day off. Exactly. Because if you were working from home all day on your and your brain was real estate, real estate, yeah. you were not off. You weren't off. You didn't turn it off. I think that I might have to be a little bit more honest with myself <laughs> about that's not what this episode is about. But the point is, if you're in the busy season and you've prepared, you should have some time in there where you can actually take some time off, like a day, eight hours, whatever. Sure. Sometime. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, even on my wedding, mm-hmm. I believe I negotiated an offer. Oh, yeah. My honeymoon. When I was in labor. I was about to say that. <laughs> I can remember something happening when I was like having Haven. Yes. I was talking to a client. Now, granted, while you're in labor, you you need a distraction anyway. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was like talking to a new client and she's like, oh, I'm like, well, you wanted to go see a house. I'm like, I would love to take you, but I can't go right now because I'm having a baby. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And she was just like, okay, well, I think I'm all right. (laughs) Like, you know, I don't, maybe I don't need to work with you. (laughs) You seem busy right now. (laughs) It's ridiculous. But I like the idea of being prepared. I like the idea of being proactive. Yes. I think that you can build that into your habits year round so that you don't all of a sudden be like, oh, I've got to do all this stuff. I like that you do your Sundays at the Mm -hmm. open house. I have that on my list. So on my list, I have during the busy season, it's good to have open houses on Sundays. Yeah. Um, Even if it's a busy open house, you at least were productive. And then if it's not a busy open house or between people, um, get work done, prepare for the week. It's your alone time. Yeah. You know, so think of your open houses as like, your two-hour time block. Sometimes, like, it's not even a bad idea to do a three-hour open house. Yeah, to get some more time. To get some more time away from your kids, away <laughs> from, like, sorry, I have to go to this open house. Yeah. But it also makes your sellers, your sellers are going to be happy so that happy. you're doing open houses. Yep. You're getting stuff done. It gives mm-hmm. you a break on the weekend from family. <laughs> right. Sometimes you need a break from family. I know. Um, But I think it's good to do them during the busy season. Yeah. Um, 
I only have a few more thoughts left. Like the, I have find the motivators, the people that are also equally prepared. Oh, yeah. And aren't like minded. Yes. Okay. I like that. You can't be with Debbie Downers that no. are like, oh, it's so busy. I'm so Mwah. busy. I'm all I just, out. yeah. I just, my yeah. phone won't stop ringing. Like, no, we can't be around those people right now. No. Mm-mm. You need to be around the motivators. Yep. I agree. Um, evaluate and reflect how things are going. It's okay to pause in the middle and say what's working, what's not working. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, and remembering that it's only a season. Yeah. And whenever you are feeling like it's never going to end, mm-hmm. think about Christmas right. and think about Thanksgiving. Yes. I will say maybe Thanksgiving and Christmas. Sometimes I, I'm there might have been Thanksgiving and Christmases where I don't check my email. <gasps> Okay. I feel like those are... I don't do it on the day. Right. I feel like those are the only two days of the whole year, maybe Easter. (laughs) But maybe. Thanksgiving and Christmas are like, people love those holidays and and they are not expecting you to get a response back. No, but they will probably still email you. Yes, but it'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. It'll all- no, they're not going to be like, she didn't hey, respond. Regardless of what day it is, a holiday or not, it'll always still be there tomorrow. It will always. I mean, if you took that day off because you needed a self-care day during the busy season, why don't you set your autoresponder on your email to say, hi, thanks for the email. I'll be back with you tomorrow. That's awesome. The end. I'm going to do that this year. I think I want to do that this year, too. I like that. I think I'm going to do it for 4th of July, too. I like it. I get a lot of inquiries on 4th of July. (laughs) I guess people are off work. Yes. And they want to take advantage of that time. Driving around. I need to be more strict on the holidays. Like, I actually have a reason to give myself a break. I think that's fair. Um, I think you could apply that same mindset to Saturdays, too. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 time for a day off. Right. You know? It's okay. Mm, that's good. I know. I need to think about that. We're, yeah, we're going we're gonna to try and <laughs> revamp our own systems. So I think I can end with um, while you're in your busy season, making the money, mm-hmm. working the deals, yeah. getting things in your pipeline. Mm-hmm. Remember like what this is for. Yeah. And like Christmas is coming. Yeah. And I like it. We're so focused on Christmas. I don't it's know. Coming. I'm all in the Christmas spirit. I love it. It's like it is a season. It's not going to last forever, and this will allow you to have a nice little nest egg at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, if you plan right, right. You use your money right, yep. and then you're, you and your family can sell, like maybe schedule something for the end of the year yeah. that you can look forward to, um, even during the summer. Like You can still go on vacation during the busy yeah. season. Hire the right people while you're gone. That's right. Um, but... So much come, so much good comes after it if you do it the right way. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. That's all I have. I'm so happy that we covered this. I'm going to get more toast. prepared. So today's toast comes from Kara Schaefer. Okay. She is in Maryland. Love it. Which is so far away. <laughs> right? Anyway, we wanted to toast to her and her team. Yes. Because they sent us a really nice, encouraging message on Instagram. Yep. And they are a team of women. Yep. And moms mm-hmm. who support each other 100%. Love it. She said they are constantly texting and talking and yes. just keeping the community vibe going. Um, and that they just love their team and work environment and how much they support each other. I love the sound of that. Yeah. They so sound I just like wanted a good to community. Toast to them. Yeah. Cheers to them. Cheers to Kara, Kara. and the team and that the she's team. on. That's awesome. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.